to the Raise Your Energy podcast. My name is Linda Lange. I'm your host and energy expert. Over the last few years, decluttering your home has become very popular. TV shows with Marie Kondo or The Home Edit have been successful in bringing order into our homes. And I believe this order brings us well more peace and harmony into our lives. But I think we can take it even a little bit further and declutter as well the inside of ourselves. So stay tuned to find out more. decluttered your home. It is so much work, but it is the best feeling when you're done and you look at this tidy, calm and beautiful area in your home. Am I right? The older I get, the less clutter I really like around me. I like to give things away now that I don't need anymore and I'm a lot more conscious about buying new things. I do it now as well Marie Kondo style that before I hit the buy button, I ask myself, does that really bring me joy? Do I really need this? And I think that is fantastic as well to apply that principle about asking it, not just when you have something, if you give it away or not, do it as well before you even buy something. I like clean and empty spaces around me. And yes, the inside of my cupboards and my drawers are not as clean and nice as I like them to be, but I feel it brings me peace and calmness to have a home that is tidied up and clean. The environment we are living in has a direct impact on how we feel on the inside. And if our home and our workspaces are messy, then our mind and our feelings inside of us might be messy too. So a tidied up and cleaned house or home or workspace gives me the feeling of calmness and actual enjoyment of the place. I enjoy my home and my space so much more when it is tidied up and fresh and clean. Like my home is part of me. And if you're looking for more calmness and peace in your life, then look around your home and have a look of what you can maybe let go of. Check in with the flow of the place and see if you want to tidy up more. You don't have to go all big. I know decluttering a whole room or even a whole house is a huge amount of work, but you can do something small every day and then be done probably in a few weeks time. Just a drawer per day or a corner of a room per day. Every little thing that you can do to improve your environment, the place you're actually living in, will have a direct impact on your feelings, your health, your mental health as well. It is a fantastic start to improve the environment that we're living in, this physical world, the 3D world. But there is another area where the principle of decluttering can actually apply 
and that is our inner world. Our inner world means our thoughts and our feelings. Now that I'm more mindful and aware of my thoughts, this process of decluttering my thoughts has become a never-ending process. And I would not want it any other way. I don't think we can ever be done. There is always new things happening around us, new information coming into our lives. And that means as well that we keep having new thoughts and new experiences that trigger new thoughts inside of us. So there is always something to look at. There are always new thoughts to check in with to see if they serve us or if they don't serve us. Obviously, this is not an activity that we can do all day long. Otherwise, we wouldn't do anything differently. But with more practice, it gets easier. It becomes like a habit to check in with your thoughts a few times during the day. And I have trained myself now to be much more quicker in becoming aware of thoughts that are maybe harmful, they might be more negative, or they just don't serve me anymore. Sometimes a thought can be fine for most of your life, and then suddenly you're in a different space. You want to achieve something differently, you want to experience something differently, and then that thought that you actually had for a long time in your life is kind of hindering you or stopping you from moving on. And that's when you can say that a thought doesn't serve you anymore. Before it was fine and it might have even served you and now it doesn't anymore. So that's when it's time to let go of it. And over the last couple of years, I have for sure decluttered my mind and I keep letting go of thoughts that I become aware of and that I, yeah, don't need any more in my life. At the same time, I know there are probably so many other thoughts that I'm just not having become aware of that I will want to let go of. But hey, this is a journey. I will get to them <laughs> when the time is right. And that's why I call this a never-ending process. But it is not a burden. It is not something that doesn't bring me any joy or that I feel is a, a task that I need to do. No, every time you find a thought or realize a thought that might be hindering you or that you can let go of, you get energy back, you get kind of mental space back and it's freeing and you put your life into a different direction, into a more positive trajectory by letting go of these thoughts. So you get a lot of enjoyment out of this practice and the more you do it, the easier it gets. And every time you declutter one of these nasty thoughts, the baggage you're carrying around with you in your life gets lighter and lighter. You might ask yourself now, so how do you let go of these thoughts, Linda? <laughs> Sometimes it is really as easy as saying that I let go of it and it disappears and never be thought again. Other thoughts are a little bit more sticky and it might take a few rounds for you to become aware of them and to let them go. I might actually 
replace the thought with another thought. So if it's a very strong thought and it's with me maybe a long time, I might rephrase it or I might replace it with something that I rather want or something more positive. I might even write that thought on a sticky note, put it somewhere where I remind myself of it so I can reprogram my conscious and my subconscious mind. Sometimes I journal on a thought. It's a very good way to write things down, the thought and everything else that comes around it. It's kind of like a dissection of taking the thought apart, looking behind the curtain of maybe where it comes from and why it is in my mind in the first place. And if the thought is really that strong that it has become a belief that is heart program into my subconscious, I will use meditation to change it. Changing something during the meditation or trying to change something while you're in a meditative state has more power. And therefore, it is a good weapon for hard programmed thoughts and beliefs. There for sure might be as well other techniques, but these are the ones that always serve me very well and yeah, worked for me. So what about feelings? There might be certain feelings that you are tired of having, right? You're tired of them popping up in your life, maybe even at situations where it's really not beneficial to have them. So it is as well a good idea to look at our feelings and see what we want to let go of, declutter our emotional household. Feelings are not as straightforward to replace or just change like thoughts. An emotional reaction to something happens so quickly inside of our body that we cannot control it, like a software program that just starts running. So instead of just changing it or replacing it, we want to look a little bit closer at the emotion or maybe change something around the emotion for it not to be triggered anymore. It is, of course, super helpful if we can find out of where the emotion actually comes from. Maybe it comes from a past event in our lives, in our childhood. And if we're able to find that out and release that memory and that emotion, then that's great. That's a fantastic step. If not, there is something else that we can do, which is change our perspective. Let's say you keep being triggered by a colleague at work and that person, when he or she does something very particular, you get triggered and you get angry. In that situation, it would be hard to change the emotion that you're feeling in itself when the trigger inside of you is activated. You cannot suddenly have a feeling of happiness instead of angriness when the person triggers you. But what you can do is change your perspective of the situation. You can either change your perspective to the person and see the person in another kind of light or you change your perspective, your opinion, your state of being towards that trigger. That's what they're doing. You might now tell me that they should change. 
and they should stop doing what they're doing um, and that will stop the trigger. Well, good luck with that. What do you think is going to be easier to change that person or to change yourself? Correct. It is changing yourself. You have the ability to take your power back from that person and decide if you want to be triggered by somebody or not. True, it might be better for that person to stop doing what they're doing because it might just be wrong. But until they do, is it not more beneficial for you to make yourself feel better and not be triggered? You know, you can still observe the person's behavior, see what they're doing and not be emotionally triggered and not get angry. Just because you don't get angry anymore does not mean that you suddenly approve of their behavior, but you're taking care of yourself first, your emotional state of being. You take back your energy You take back your power and you look after your emotional well-being. And you know what? When you do this, you might be surprised what happens. The person might actually stop behaving like that around you altogether. It can happen. I observed something like that at work. My colleagues would complain about how our boss treats them or how our boss gave them stupid tasks that they did not really want to do or didn't see the point in it or how they did not feel recognized by our boss or they were annoyed by the behavior. My experience with my boss was completely different as if The boss were two different people. (laughs) My boss never spoke like that to me. They literally told me conversations and I'm like, I don't even recognize that person. He would never speak like that to me. I never got any stupid projects dumped on me. And we always had a really good connection. We had great conversations when we had our catch-ups. So what I was able to observe when my colleagues talked to me about their experience with our boss is that they gave some of their power to him. They allowed him to trigger them and to bring up these negative feelings inside of them. It happens when you give your power away to another person, when you let their actions trigger you emotional with anger, frustration, disappointment. I for sure did this for decades. I would give my power away to former bosses, to my partner, to family members, to friends. And then I started to learn that this is not how it needs to be. We can take our power back. We can change our perspective of the situation, of the person and what they're doing. And control if we let ourselves be triggered again and again and again or not anymore. I took my power back and I still am. This is a journey, but you know what? The better I get at it, the more power I have over myself and over my emotional health. See, 
there is a way of decluttering your feelings and your thoughts too. And who knows, maybe during this decluttering exercise, you might even declutter a few people along the way without even lifting a finger. <laughs> that is the best part of it when you see this kind of magic happening. So change yourself first and you will see that the environment changes around you automatically. Try it out for yourself. It works. And finally, I want you to remember how powerful it is to declutter and create a void to attract something new into your life. When you let go, you create space for something better. That applies to the space you're living and working in. It applies to the thoughts in your mind and it applies to the feelings you're having. Give it a go and start seeing synchronicities just appearing in your life. You will be surprised what suddenly will show up in your life. Trust that something better is just around the corner. Trust and let go of the old that does not serve you anymore. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope I inspired you to do some tidying up in your outer world and your inner world. And let me know in the comments if you like this episode and please share it with a loved one to let them know that you're thinking of them. Thank you so much again. And with that, I love you and leave you. Talk soon and bye-bye.